You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Greetings once again from Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com. It's Friday, December 7th, 2018, and this is your Weekly Wrap-Up. I'm your host, Craig Hemke. Joining us as usual on this infamous date is Eric Sprott. Eric, good morning. Very infamous, and uh, it's been a good week for the first week of December. Uh, the uh, prices of the metal seem to be firming up here, and some of the things that we might have anticipated in the market uh, seem to be manifesting themselves, so we have a lot to talk about. That's right. And only 17 days left of holiday shopping, Eric. You got your Christmas shopping done yet? Uh, let me think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Head out to the mall this it's weekend. Way, it's way too early, Craig. I see. Well, okay. Well, it's... There you go. Perfect segue. It's never too early to stop by SprottMoney.com to do your holiday shopping, Eric. Uh, Sprott Money, of course, has an exciting holiday catalog that is one of the most looked forward to things of the year. And we have a giveaway that goes with it now. You, Anyone can make a purchase from the holiday catalog anytime over the next week before 5 o'clock Eastern next Friday. And if you do so... You'll automatically be entered for a chance to win five Sprott Silver Rounds. That's about a $100 Canadian value. So all you got to do is go to SprottMoney.com, make a purchase, and you're automatically entered with a chance to win five Silver Rounds. That's a cool deal. You can go to SprottMoney.com or, of course, call 888-861-0775. Again, that silver is going about, I don't know, about fourteen sixty an ounce. This morning, up 30 yeah. cents on the week, Eric, and gold's up yeah. 20, 22 bucks. Pretty good week. It's been a good week, and uh, I think the best part of it, as it reflected back to our conversation last week, was kind of the uh, the setup uh, that we could see manifesting itself where stock markets were weak, bond yields were crumbling, indicating something. Uh, we had uh, huge problems with various companies, you know, whether it's GE or PGE or um, the, the fangs in Canada, the pot stocks, the cannabis stocks. And you had this sense that the markets were different. And of course, then we roar into this week and we just give them like a, the biggest bop of all time of 800 points on Tuesday. Uh, and then yesterday we were down at one time of 800 points. Um, so there's a lot of things that are kind of shaping up that would take people to gold. And uh, I, I think every day we see new information that, uh, that takes us there. You know, it sure looks to me that the Fed is behind its own curve at this point in that the way the bond market is rallying. You know, you and I talked about how it seemed like the 10-year note couldn't go past three and a quarter percent without crashing the stock market. And now it's all the way back to 2.9. Uh, the two-year note's under where it was before the last Fed funds rate hike back in September. I mean, is the bond market signaling an imminent change in Fed policy, Eric? It would appear that way. I should share a little story with you. I was uh, saying to my wife, uh, God bless her soul, I try to figure out exactly why the market's down 800 points. And she said, well, you know, it's the trade war and something about a curve, <laughs> which, which got me laughing a little because it seems like out of the mouths of the of the uh, right, the uninhibited, right? Something about a curve, and of course, the curve, the inverted uh, bond yield curve, is is really an indication of either one we're going into recession, or the Fed is out of line. Like the the bond market is not acting in line with administered rates, which is what the Fed administers. So it's a 
you got to take your pick here. We're going to have a recession or the Fed has made a mistake. And neither one of them, of course, is uh, uh, creates a positive outlook for uh, equity securities. In the news, Eric, we had a, a pretty lousy employment report here in the U.S. and, and earnings aren't growing either. It would sure seem that the, the Fed is uh, going to have trouble raising as we go into next year. Well, it looks that way. I mean, the number about 155 for the month is kind of weak or neutral or whatever. And um, I gather the wages were up by uh, 0.2, something like that. But the work week was down by 0.1, which is equivalent to 0.3. So the employee wasn't getting any more take-home pay that week. Um, so, yeah, and we have the signs of, you know, auto sales being weak, housing sales being incredibly weak all around the world now, even probably more so in Canada and Australia and the U.K., than yet is yet manifested in, in the U.S. But we see it everywhere as, as these uh, mortgage rates kind of perk up here. And plus we have um, this scenario where lots of companies are having trouble. GM uh, cutting 25,000 jobs, rumored that Ford's going to do the same. And, um, of course, all of the, the governments, municipal, states, federal all have their own issues with the unfunded liabilities. I mean, when is this going to come home to roost here? You know, I mean, it's just, you read stories about some of these states and how much money they owe, and then they just can't get out of it. Uh, and the federal government, you know, who says, well, they're going to take care of health care for all these people. But there's just no way. So those are longer-term problems. But, you know, maybe as the market starts breaking here, people start to bring those longer-term problems more into focus because if you don't get the stock and bond markets up, all these pensions, I mean, imagine what the performance is going to be this year. And, you know, they're supposed to have 7% performance based on their bogeys here. Man, it looks like uh, the way it's going. They won't have anything from the stock market. And uh, bonds, I'm not even sure whether bonds are probably flat on the year. Um, so it's it's not very uh, uh, good in um, pension bill here. And gold is on its way back to, to trying to break even on the year as well. It, it needs about another 50 or $60 back to the upside. And if, if it runs the usual course of the last four years, it's going to rally here in the uh, last part of December and into, into the new year. We've got some interesting uh, bits of news out there that's coming in the next couple of weeks. Of course, in two weeks, Eric, we've got that December FOMC. But next week brings that vote on Brexit next Tuesday. Do you think that might have a little impact and shake things up? Well, it might, because I think everyone's in a very untenable position over there. I mean, it's not the end of the world what happens, uh, but it's well, particularly for us over here. But over there, it makes a difference, right? And and probably worse than Brexit is what, what's going on in France these days. Yeah. You know, the fact that you've got to have 99,000 policemen out there on the weekend to protect property is a little bit mind-boggling. I mean, 99,000 policemen? My God, it's like a small army or a large army for that matter. Um, so they, they have their issues, the whole EU thing with Italy defying the, the EU, Britain with their problems, France with their problems. I mean, it's, it's, not, um, it's not a very pretty sight over there. And are you watching the, the European banks as well these days, Eric? I mean, Deutsche Bank well, just keeps making new all-time lows. <laughs> I don't specifically look at them, but I do know... Like as a group, in fact, there's some data on the world's most, uh, whatever the word they use is, significant banks. And my God, they're down like 33% thereabouts, okay? Uh, which means they're in a bear market. So that, that's an, in between the fangs and the banks and, and these various indications of bear markets. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's, uh, that's breaking down here. 
Um, of course, it hasn't helped the whole trade war thing and, and the arrest of the CFO of Huawei in Canada because they're breaking some U.S. rules. I mean, it's just got the Chinese in a tizzy, and I, and I, I don't blame them, quite frankly. I mean, that's kind of almost unheard of, right? the CFO of all people. But anyway, I mean, we'll see how it plays out, but I can't imagine this trade thing ending any too smoothly. And, and Eric, would you add a couple of comments on the, the, the stock market action this week? Because uh, we've almost had a couple of meltdowns due to just simply computer yeah. trading, and that's something sure. that people need to be aware of. Yeah. Well, there's, there's some funds called CTAs that have um, sort of technical levels where if the markets breach those levels, they have to sell. So, for example, I don't know where the first level was. Let's just say it was X. Uh, and they had to sell 33 billion of securities when the S&P went through X level, uh, which they did. That's co- what caused the 800 point decline. Okay. Then, uh, as Tuesday closed, the next level was 2711 on the S&P. Well, it closed be- below 70, 2711. They had to sell another 32 billion of securities. And if the market had ever broken 2574 on the S&P, then they'd have to sell approximately 120 billion of securities so you can just imagine the the waterfall kind of declines you could experience well we did experience right we went down 1600 points in in a day and a half of uh, of trading so you have these funny um setups where guys are forced to sell these would be people who who when they think you'd go into bear market man we got to get max bearish here all of a sudden you know like sell everything so it's not like the standard pension fund that you know, maybe tweaks it at the margin, raises 5% cash or something. These guys go from 100% long to zero long, maybe maybe max short, who knows. So they cause a lot of disruption in the stock market. So I guess putting it all together here on a fine early December Friday morning, we've got uh, stock market volatility that <laughs> seems uncontrollable by humans. Uh, we've also got uh, the bond market that's rallying like crazy, potential big change in Fed policy coming. We've got Brexit, other news that's out there. We've got civil unrest. Sounds like a pretty good recipe for owning gold, and it's Not starting to perk up. Yeah. What, yeah. what, what are you going to look for as we go into the end of the year? Sure. Shares, well, uh, that type of thing. Well, one of the things also that happened is in the month of November, there was uh, 21 tons added to gold ETFs in the world, uh, which is a good number. And I would say that trend is just starting. And, and as you know, we've had a number of high-profile money managers come out and, and recommend gold and now talk about gold. So you can sense that there's going to – and it's the one thing that's hanging in there. There's nothing else hanging in. It's the only thing. And I look at the Bitcoin plunging again down to whatever, $3,300. Um, like gold not only hanging in, it, it's, it's going up. And the stocks are starting to go up. So we're making that sort of demarcation between the good guys and the bad guys here. And it looks like we're, we're going to end up on the, on the right side of the ledger here. Certainly looks that way. And it sure sets us up for an interesting year next. Uh, hey, one last thing before we wrap up. I want to talk again about this, uh, uh, the holiday catalog from Sprott Money. Because this really is a special deal. And if you're looking for Christmas gifts for your children, your grandchildren, nothing better than a, a silver round. Start teaching them about sound money. That's all part of the fun of the Sprott Money Holiday Catalog. You can, again, go to SprottMoney.com. There's one other exciting offer we want to mention today. It's a stocking stuffer. You can buy nine Sprott Gold Wafers and get one free. 
Hey, free gold. That's a pretty good deal, huh? Yeah. Did you authorize that? You might want to go ahead and <laughs> let them know. That's a, that's a I'm heck of a I'm feeling poorer as we speak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take some gold off of Eric's hands. You can purchase this online or you can call 888-861-0775. Now, you mentioned the holiday catalog for your chance to win those brought rounds, too, when you place your order. Uh, Eric, I tell you, it's going to be a very interesting week next and a really interesting remainder of the month and year. I think uh, we're going to have a lot to talk about as we close out the year. We sure are. And I'll just give you a little anecdote. I was at a uh, a gathering of my uh, graduating class, which I almost hate to say what year it was, but it was 1965, okay? So I'm out with uh, 10 other guys who are all uh, grandfathers, and I brought a whole bunch of these brought rounds with me, and I said, okay, I'm going to pass these rounds around. Whatever number of grandchildren you have, just take the equivalent number of coins. Well, one guy ended up having nine grandchildren. He nearly cleaned me out. Anyway, <laughs> they're, they're a great gift. And, and I, I love giving coins away, and I love being being able to see sort of the, the magic of the eyes of the grandfather giving away, too, and the kids yeah. love this stuff. And the, Anyway, it's a, it's a great present. You're absolutely correct. And you know, all it, anybody that ever has collected metal or stacked metal, all you've got to do is hold it in your hand once, and you know you've got something yeah. special, something substantial. Oh, yeah, for sure. So please That's head- all good, and uh, the stocks have acted well here. Uh, Kirkland hit a new high uh, this la- yesterday in, in the Canadian price. I haven't checked to see whether there's a new high in the U.S., but it must have been awful there and close. Uh, things are well there. Our friends at Sokomen probably will have some kind of news release uh, coming up, which uh, I hope will be very interesting, might confirm the uh, sort of tenor of gold that they have. And, and one other thing that might be happening here in Canada is that, it, and I mentioned it before, they, it looks to, like the OSC is going to start investigating some of these short-selling things that go on in our exchanges. Really? And I've seen a lot of small stocks, like penny stocks, go up a lot because maybe they're saying, okay, hold on. If they're going to start looking, I better stop doing. So uh, that might open things up for us as well. Well, that would be a very welcome development. No doubt about that. Let's uh, Please keep us posted on, on what you hear up there because I, there are, that would affect a lot of folks, no doubt. Undoubtedly, yes. All right, my friend. Well, thank you uh, for all your time at this point. I wish you a great weekend. Okay, Craig, all the best to you too. And from all of us here at Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com, thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next Friday.